Joe Kelly here with you until 8 this evening. And uh, we are really excited because we've got two uh, incredibly talented musicians here. Jonathan Fritz, guitarist and uh, extraordinary guitarist from New York City. And uh, there he is. What's up? Yeah, you can say hi. We got, we got the mics all set up you for a performance. <laughs> but uh, we have a great, incredible bassist, Mr. Michael Cott, who's... Uh, you, you're still out in New Mexico, right? Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe, New Mexico. He's here, uh, right here in Fairfield, Connecticut. On and, the cello. Yeah, on the cello. And thanks to come to the studio. Uh, both guys are working on a studio album. And we're going to premiere some of the tracks from that forthcoming album they'll be embarking on a big tour in the the west indies french right west indies, yes. french west indies but uh, right now they're going to perform right here on the upper room doing what they do best so what's coming up uh how about lover's plight this is a song that, that i i just uh recorded some guitar and had michael come over and you just recorded stuff and we just uh finished it like yesterday so it's brand new okay. it's brand new music Outstanding! That was that was great. You know, we'll, we'll get the mics Flight. if you guys want to adjust the mics. I, I remember the spots on the board where to get the sound right, so you can move the the mics around. Oh yeah. Oh, Mike, yeah, Michael's uh, the cellist, and it's tougher for him because he. Let's see. You getting a good sound? Do you need more cello? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it sounds sounds great. Uh, talk to Michael and John. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, talk. We can, so yeah. we have to talk to close to the mic. Yeah, we can get more, uh, Michael's. There we go. No, this no, is, no. You can pick it up if you want. This is perfect for me. <laughs> you don't have to bend down like that. We can get the mic up. You're gonna get a, you can I'm, lift it up I'm if you want. I'm used to it. <laughs> no, but you, you can move and adjust. We'll reset during a, a studio track. But you guys have uh, struck up a great musical partnership here. And tell, tell us where it first uh, started out. I first met Michael Cott in Santa Fe, and we met, and in a matter of minutes, we were recording, playing music, and I had a, a week of gigs out in Santa Fe, and so I invited him to play on the shows, and that's it from there, and then we recorded, uh, like, uh, I record, had him record a song I had wrote called Mesa Verde, which we talked about last right, time. Right, right. And I always before. wanted cellos on it, but when I wrote the song, I didn't know any cello player, so I had him play cello on it and just put it on it immediately. So we, it's just been a lot of fun. It's been a very natural thing. It feels like we've known each other for, like, forever you know what i mean right don't you agree <laughs> yes i do know what you mean <laughs> and if you could picture right now michael plays the cello but he, he's like squatted down and you know he can move the mic if he wants and gets comfortable but <laughs> there you go. get down oh there you <laughs> hey. yeah so so michael great to have you in the studio honored to meet you and uh you know amazing player now now santa fe new mexico is that where you grew up or do you just make you i'm know, a virginian okay and I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Great. So my boyhood was in Kansas, mm -hmm. and then uh, I grew up in the South, uh, near Roanoke, Virginia, the birthplace of bluegrass music. And right. then uh, spent most of my time from there uh, traveling around the Carolinas and Virginia and West Virginia and other places, uh, playing. Uh, uh, lots of uh, oh like uh, well all kinds of music but um, I began the cello mm -hmm. when I was in school in the fourth grade so, when so, I was yeah. nine years old lugging around the cello right yeah yeah and then um, as I went further I had the uh, 
classical uh, music in the symphony, mm-hmm. and then um, was it long before I I wanted to like play other kinds of music? And and you have obviously yeah Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of different music and uh, you know you guys have got a really special thing coming up. You got a thirty day tour in the French West Indies. Yay! Yeah, hitting there and they were pumped while, while in the midst of thirty degree weather here in, in the Northeast. So yeah, we also have some yeah. gigs in town. We're playing Crash, yeah yeah Crash Manson, yeah right uh, Wednesday night at, at eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're playing uh, in Newark at the place called the Savoy in uh, Newark in the city. That's coming up uh, That's Saturday, week, right? Saturday yeah. night, 6 o'clock. Right. And you're playing tonight the Red Lion, right? Yes, playing tonight Red Lion with this guy, Amo. Okay. It's like a, a pop rock, an Irish singer. Okay. Do, doing all sorts of things, right? Totally. Yeah. So so you talked about uh, Love Plight, which you basically wrote yesterday, right? Lover's Plight, yeah. A lover's Plight, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, between then and now, it seemed like you guys have everything down pat. That's how... As musicians, to remember all the parts like that, how tough is it? I don't know. It's like when you think about, uh, like, when you want to form a sentence, do you really think about the words anymore? So for us, it's very similar to that. That when we play, it's our it's our sentence, it's our, it's our language. So mm-hmm. we don't really have to think about it as much. You know, I I tend to think, and I think Michael's similar because we get along so well. I tend to think of music in terms of of emotions and colors and visuals and then so I just think in terms of visual because I've done so much work that I don't have to think always about the technical stuff in fact if I'm thinking about the technical stuff it's probably not sounding good you know so right but that's so so that's not really a problem we're, and we're kind of feeling each other out every time we play it it's a little different so every day you feel a little different and I and I think that that's 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 what I like about I love about the way Michael Cott plays it's the way I play you know if you want me to play the same every night you have to pay me like a lot of money you know right right uh, but other than that you know you feel different every day so you want you want you want to be able to uh, uh, play how you feel you know and that's that's just a, a wonderful thing it keeps you it keeps me being a very sane person I'm, I can be nice to people because I get all the, any kind of bad feelings I just get it out in my plane constantly you know and so good things too how, how about where people can go right now I know on the internet you have a MySpace page uh, uh, where's the best place don't have one yet but Michael has it you have a yeah, website, website oh, yeah pump that website yeah it's very exciting mm-hmm. there are a lot of things happening uh, a new series called The Golden Cello. Okay. And you can look for that um, on the internet. Mm-hmm. Also, another series called Cella G. C E L L E G I E. There you go. And I'm very thrilled that I had the opportunity to be on uh, Swiss radio on a program called. Color Toi, which is in, uh, written C O U L E U R three dot com, and actually, in in those um, letters, C O U L E U R three, you will find at T S R dot C H. There you go. All, all the particulars yeah, and a there. Twenty minute uh, live radio performance from Switzerland on that website. So you just came back from Europe, great yeah. tour, yeah. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. So all you have to do is uh, do a search, Michael Cott, K-O-T-T, and Jonathan Fritz, F-R-I-T-Z. Uh, they're both amazing musicians, as witnessed, and, and you heard just a few moments ago. Um, we are going to, uh, let's see, you want to get into something studio-wise, and you guys can get situated for, for live, or you want to go live, or it's up to oh, you? Oh, we're going to play live, man. All right. Live. All right.
See, these are real musicians. No, yeah. no overdubs. Yeah, yeah that, let's go. So, uh, Michael Codd and Jonathan Fritz here on WVOF. They'll be with us until uh, 5.30, and uh, it's all yours. Another smoker right there, Valiente, live. Valiente, yes. Valiente. Obviously a, da- a dance reference, right? That can make people move, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. the whole idea. So that's live music, Michael Cott and Jonathan Fritz. Jonathan Fritz, uh, we've known him for several years. Great to meet Michael Cott after uh, you know hearing so much about you and also playing song you wrote uh, with Victor Wooten and you know all the amazing stuff. So, hey, great to have you both here. This is WVOF. 88.5 in Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, this performance will be airing for uh, three days and three nights within a couple weeks at Upper Room with JoeKelly.com. Uh, so you'll be able to listen if you just tune in, uh, have to tune out, or uh, you know, you're just catching it right now. We'll be having it re-airing. Um, so guys, uh, thank you. Joe. Uh, obviously, I mean, Michael <laughs> talked about his uh, background <coughs> getting into music when he first started. Jonathan, how, how about yourself? I know we talked a little bit about it last time. Well, I come from a musical family, and when I was a kid, <clears throat> I played p- piano from like when I was four, and then I played flute in school, I played trumpet in school, I played banjo was my first string instrument when I was like five. Mm-hmm. But all through all of this, and I I played uh, in in uh, like all through junior high and 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 uh, grade school. But all through this, I always loved the guitar and always wanted to play guitar, but I never. I never thought that I could like ask for it. I, I you know I just played instruments that somebody said, "Oh, you want to play this?" I was okay, I'll play that. But I always had this desire to play guitar, and I didn't start till I was like uh, 15 years old, which is like really late. But I'd always been playing instruments all my life. So once you play an instrument, and once you learn music, it's just a matter of the logistics of the physicality of it. You know, you know music, so it was pretty easy to pick up, and I always loved the sound of it. When I was a kid. I, fr- I was so into Stevie Ray Vaughan, that was like my biggest influence as an electric player. And then from him I discovered like Hendrix and things like that. And when I first heard that song Voodoo Child by Hendrix, I just I just freaked out. I just froze in my tracks. I was like, what what is this? I I have to get a piece of this, you know. So it just spoke to me, you know. So speaking about Hendrix before before his, his death, what kind of direction do you think he would have been headed? Oh, I I think you know he I think he was working with Miles. It was going to work with Miles Davis and do a record. And Miles was doing like around that time period, like Bitches Brew, which is like his latest incarnation of a direction he was going post post bop and post cool jazz. So Hendrix was definitely looking for another way because and for other music, he would definitely I believe would have been doing so many other things because he was such a sensitive musician. He had to, you know, you can't live your life being that sensitive and not be into other things. So I know that when he was doing what is it, Electric Church and things like that, which was very experimental and uh, so I think uh, he would have done stuff with Miles Davis or a lot of other people you know so you guys have been working hard on different tracks and when, when did you come into the New York City area Michael <coughs> recently oh I just got here a few days ago okay. and since then we've had the most wonderful time recording this uh, music in mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan's studio right and uh, uh, it's very special to have these two instruments um, uh, interacting so deeply and we have uh, all of our musical ideas uh, in a wide open framework right? and uh, we're writing music together and we're going on this uh, brilliant trip to the French West Indies with some wonderful people Mm -hmm. and now uh, we'll have a a, a CD of uh, all new music uh, 
probably uh, one that we can uh, send out to listeners very soon. Yeah, so you guys will be wrapping that up. And uh, French West Indies, for those who may be out there, where are you guys going to be playing at? Most, mostly St. Bart's. Okay, St. <coughs> Bart's, yeah. Yeah, and maybe in St. Martin, but I think mostly in St. Bart's would be most of the shows. Mm-hmm. And we just, we just uh, decided mm-hmm. that the album and the group will be called Jetan à la plage. <laughs> little French influence there. Yes, yeah. Gypsy on the Beach. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. I know my wife, she, she speaks French, so she'd be into that, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So uh, you guys obviously put together your talents on the instruments, and uh, how about a question, two instruments pairing them up that just you, you think would never work together. Could you, anything come off the top of your mind? <coughs> I know you guys had the cello and the guitars. How about two instruments would be a real tough thing to make sound nice? Do you think that this is tough, you mean? Or you think it no, no, be? no. I'm saying you guys <coughs> make it sound nice. I'm thinking, do you have anything? I don't know if that's I, a good I don't question. Think, but yeah. I, I, I don't think too many people are doing this. I think what M- Michael and I, like, we were just playing together, and then we realized, like, when I, when I had met Michael, we recorded, and then I invited him. I was doing a gallery opening uh, during the day. Somebody invited me after seeing a gig of mine in Santa Fe. And so I bought my nylon acoustic guitar, and I was going to play at this gallery opening for three hours. And uh, so I asked Michael Cott to come, and I did, barely knew him. And so we just played for three hours pretty much straight. I think we had like one break. And we just improvised the whole night. And it really worked together. And we thought, wow, this is a very interesting and unusual combination. So I, I think you're right. right. It's, it's not something that's very common. And that's what we realized, that we, because of how we both feel music, and we both are like... St- at heart we're both street players and kind of gypsies in our heart and our attitude and we play like you know it's our last day on earth that type of thing and i think that 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 was is more important than any kind of instrument any kind of match but sonically the guitar and the cello is peculiar and and we're kind of uh, totally getting off on that and really in, enjoying that and creating i think a new a new genre of music by mixing a lot of styles of, of funk flamenco latin uh rock jazz whatever you know right that's cool. You guys are taking yeah. chances. Yeah. We're having a good time. Yeah. You guys want to play another one? Or? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Cool. This is a song I wrote called El Volador. Okay. And it means the man who's flying. And this is the first uh, 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 Spanish tune I, I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Michael Cott on cello. Jonathan Fritz on guitar. And uh, it is getting Thank close you, to 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock here. Make it official. You're two to WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. We're with you till eight o'clock. The fellas gonna be with us for another half hour. Really enjoying their live music and got some studio stuff from them. Now Jonathan oh, yeah. was talking about getting the uh, nail set for the uh, playing the nylon guitar. How's it been going? Oh, it's great. I have a friend of mine, uh, Andy Claiborne, who's a, a brilliant uh, nylon classical trained player. Studied with John Williams, met Segovia. You know, like mm-hmm. really great player. And when I first started uh, playing nylon guitar, my nails were too thin to, to make any... Uh, and when I play electric, I'm constantly wearing them, so I, they just can't grow. And so he had these these really thick, beautiful nails. I was like, how did you do that? So he, he had this kit that he got in Germany with this like paint-on stuff and this ultraviolet light. And he hooked me up when he just got back from a tour in Germany. He hooked me up and got me uh, uh, this kit. And so it's like it's, it's really funny. The other day, my, my wife had come home and before I got this kit, he used to do my nails. So right. she comes home and, you know, here Andy and I, you know, Andy's kind of a burly guy. He kind of looks like uh-huh. Crocodile Dundee or something like that, you know. And, and, and he 
here we are sitting there in the kitchen, you know, and I got my hand like this and he's painting my nails, you know, so it was like, you know, <laughs> for two really masculine guys, it was a little gay, but no, it was kind of right. cool. <laughs> but really good. I'm really enjoying it because this kind of stuff, this kind of, I couldn't, I couldn't get that kind of sound, you know, mm -hmm. and plus when I pick now, it's got more of a snap as opposed to this. So, and, or so how, how about the nylon string guitar? Are the strings uh, easier to break when you're playing live? Uh, I hardly ever break. Nylon strings, the, the high three strings, pretty much last forever. I think in a nuclear holocaust, there's going to be cockroaches and <laughs> nylon string <laughs> guitars. And the high, but yeah. uh, but uh, this one breaks a lot, the D string, which mm -hmm. is the third biggest string. Uh, but really, I don't. I really, I rarely break strings. You know, right, I, right. I'll break an electric before I, I break this. They, they last pretty long. Nylon's a lot softer, so it's a very different, completely different feel and touch. You know, it's almost a different instrument. It's just that the notes are in the same place. You so know? you brought two guitars today. Um, what would be the difference in the sound? Well, this is this is a, a lot more expensive guitar, and that's like a student model guitar. That's a friend of mine, Paulo Coelho's, who I've done a lot of work with, the Portuguese singer I told mm -hmm. you about a while. Right. Yeah. And it's a student model guitar, and and it's like an you bought it for like eighty bucks, but it it's just a magic sounding guitar. A lot of the uh, half the music on my Spanish Thread CD was recorded on this guitar and that guitar, so this guitar has a cutaway, so I can reach higher. So if I'm playing more solo work, I'll use this. But if I'm doing just rhythm, I like to use the the old older guitar, which is very uh, a much like a Spanish guitar, you know. It just sounds fuller right, sometimes. Right, right. So that's Jonathan Fritz, our special guest, and his uh, great friend Michael Cott here, all the way from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and uh, he's been recording in the New York City area for a forthcoming album. And, and the name of the group, you guys decided on it? Gitan à la plage. Sorry, you got to say it low like that. <laughs> Gitan. Yeah. I can't even go that low. Gitan à la plage. <laughs> So, so Michael, the, you know you're a great cello player, and uh, thank you. We, we should get into talking about your instrument, and you know, you got into Ooh. playing at at, a, at an early age. Oh yeah, yeah, nine. At nine, yeah. yeah. Now, now, how many cellos have you gone through? Uh, there have been seventeen. Seventeen, wow. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, seventeen. You keep track after seventeen. I'd, I'd forget after like thirteen. I'd be like, I don't know, thirteen, right. fourteen. But seventeen and a half. All of them right. pounded yeah. into dust. Right. This one, I'm so uh, thrilled to to have it with me. Mm -hmm. Very special. Uh, it's known as the golden cello because it's it's been treated with. Uh, a, a gold uh, color, mm -hmm. and um, it, it shines in the sun, but also it has uh, somehow uh, become very special just because of that, and it um, is the instrument I've been traveling with and playing with for the past four years. Now, traveling with it, uh, yeah, I mean, you travel many, many places. You're traveling to the French West Indies. What's the utmost care you take with your instrument on the road? Um, you know, there's no way to prevent the wear and tear. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when you're traveling from a place that's in the desert, almost anywhere you go is going to be moist and humid. So the changes in conditions can mean that everything can come apart. But I'm very fortunate to have a golden cello technician. That's right. <laughs> Jessica, right? That goes extra. Well, um, 
and and beyond because um, sometimes you know everything has to be put back together again and Humpty Dumpty yeah this can <laughs> this can be at any time right. and for any reason there you go and um, something something about this instrument uh, it has a an enduring quality and it's been through quite a lot already so I'm very happy to be able to um, take it to some of the places I travel to and play it for people because it is the golden cello there it is and Michael yeah. Cott great sounds coming from the golden cello Thank and you. Uh, you know we should get into briefly and, and maybe spin the track uh, give you guys a little, little break oh, yeah. here uh, your collaboration with the uh, guy who's been on our show several times Victor Wooten out of Nashville Yes. Uh, you know, you wrote, co-wrote. I, you wrote it or co-wrote it? Yo, Victor. <laughs> yeah, the, right. the songs that uh, the headphones, uh, Victor right? and I have uh, done on his albums came from uh, an album that um, um, I put my songs on. And um, that album was called, and is called, Poke a Hole in It. Mm -hmm. And the... Uh, Ensemble or the collection of musicians on that album was called the Primal Tribal Arts Council and included uh, Victor Wooten, uh, Mark O'Connor, Edgar Meyer, um, Eddie Shavers, um, all kinds of different people uh, playing uh, brilliant and wonderful music. Future Man from the Flecked yeah, Tones yeah. Uh, played on that album. And uh, I, I started writing the songs uh as poetry and then my uh friend and co-producer kurt story who uh also worked with victor wooten uh later on right. uh, helped me produce that album and from that album uh the songs that eventually were um uh re-recorded in a new form and performed by uh, victor wooten and sometimes with me uh were go girl go Hormones in the headphones, and um, let's see. Um, I'm still looking forward to doing uh, some more of that music uh, with Victor and with other people. So uh, uh, the one you have, mm -hmm. uh, which I think we're uh, going to hear eventually sometime, yeah, we're is uh, next. Yeah, hormones in the cheat. headphones. Big Chief Poke a Hole in It is the one you have on our CD. And then uh, Hormones in the Headphones mm -hmm. um, is the uh, um, uh, song that uh, you have a live version of from Live in America with Victor Wooten. And uh, I was really thrilled to, uh, right. to be a part of that. Yeah, I've got the studio version. So oh, yeah. We'll pop that in and uh, cool. come back and hear more great live music from Jonathan Fritz and Michael Cott. This is Joe Kelly's Upper Room on WVOF here. And, uh, you know, they're making live music. And uh, they've got a couple great, bunch of great shows coming up. Uh, I know tonight if you're in Manhattan at the Red Line, that's on Bleecker Street, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, you'll just be the door down from the bitter end. Right. You'll be there. And uh, what kind of music and who's the band you're playing with tonight? Uh, it's an Irish uh like a pop rock guy named Amo kind of has a voice like 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 you two uh, is all original music, and Alex Alexander, who's a, a great drummer, is uh, who Michael Cott knows. Uh, Alex Alexander's Alexander. been playing with Dido for the past like seven years. Okay. Uh, I think he's playing tonight. He played last week. Uh, Greetings, my brother. <laughs> and and Michael and I will be playing just the two of us, and and 
on Wednesday night at Crash Mansion at 11 o'clock. So the, where exactly is Crash Mansion Crash in New Mansion York? is, what is it, 199? Uh, 199 Bowery, Bowery between Spring and, and Rivington. Rivington. Okay. So, I mean, you, you guys are working and, and recording in the biggest city, you know. We're a, little, we're a little prejudicial to say New York <laughs> the biggest city and uh, most important city, but, you know, could be debated. I think it is. Yeah. I think it, and I've been to, both of us have been to many cities around the world, and every city is great, but there's something about New York that is just absolutely fabulous in terms of our time period and civilization now. It's such a, a great melting pot that anything goes. You know, that project I did with Coyote, the, right, the big yeah, band project, right. that could that probably wouldn't exist in any other city but New York, you know, and it's yeah. those kind of projects that I absolutely love to do because because uh, a lot of other cities don't have the, the, the caliber players that New York has, and they don't have as much play in New York's like the last city that has uh, that, that you can still play every night, and that's what I do. I play pretty much every night with somebody, you know. How, how about uh, Jonathan Fritz and Michael Cott, all this great music you're making? Push, not pushing, I'm just saying appro- approaching club owners and you know, getting them to say, hey, come on, you guys are hired for a night. What kind of pitch do you make to them? And Oh, well, you, right now, I think both of us are in a position where we don't really have to deal with that so much. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, right now, there's a lot of management companies that, that Michael knows and that, that I know that, that will set up things for us because I think we, we've done so much work in the field that, you know, we we don't always have to start from square one, you know. And then if we That's play cool. gigs in the yeah. city, uh, or and if we call club owners, it's just that we want to kind of just play for people because right. what I love about Michael, and, and this is the way I am too, is even when I travel and I'm on the road, I... I love to play my guitar for people in the hotel lobby, someone at the bus stop, anybody who wants to hear music. I just love to play after hours parties, and Michael's the same way. And so, you know, we play our shows, and we're like, you know, like real gypsies, you know. We play our shows, it's great, it's so much fun, and then it's... Oh, like, yeah. And then afterwards, yeah. it's like the after hours. <laughs> I think Mike should do uh, uh, tonight, radio overdubs, right? We will yeah, be there playing you go. somewhere. Mike can do yeah. the radio dubs for the movies. Yeah. One man against the nation, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> Yay, you know. Possibly work that into the songs, right? Right, make some extra bread on the side. Right, you know? right. <laughs> so, so, you know, you're from Santa Fe, New Mexico, which I've never been, but heard great oh, things. You've I got know to Jonathan's come a visit Santa big, Fe. Uh, yeah, oh, you will well, love what, it. What exactly is you know living there? What's it like, and what made you decide to make it home? And tell us a little bit about the music um, side of things out there. The uh, Music scene in Santa Fe is now one of the most brilliant places in the world to be a musician or an artist. Mm-hmm. Flamenco, jazz, rock, electronica, uh, R&B, uh, fusion, all kinds of amazing things in a, in a very uh, close-knit community of, of uh, creative and wonderful uh, people. Uh, I'm there... Uh, because I'm a snowboarder. Ah, okay. But I'm also someone who's very drawn to the visual. Mm -hmm. And I know many uh, artists and uh, wonderful people in that realm, in the visual arts, uh, multimedia. Uh, For for me also, uh, the the desert holds uh, many stories and many wonderful... uh, places uh, in deep in the spirit my uh, Indian friends have uh, embraced the cello and have uh, offered me the opportunity to travel with them and play wonderful music all over the world and uh, those include Robert Mirabal 
from Taos Pueblo, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Shendo, who is from uh, Jemez, and uh, uh, m- many of my most wonderful experiences have been uh, with the Indians and uh, their culture and their music, especially the Native American flute uh, with the cello has been very special for me. And now I feel uh, also that being in uh, a place that has such beautiful country and the most amazing uh, light uh, a very spacious and wonderful feeling there, and and when you come to visit Joe Kelly, right. I'm going <laughs> to take you out <laughs> to have green chili, a special New Mexico green chili, which is uh, very very important, and will will uh, you'll be very happy that you had that, and also, uh, well, there'll, there'll have to be a visit to the hot springs. The hot springs very important. Nice place, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So uh, that's. That's some of my experience there. Did you drive cross country or did you fly there, John? I flew. I flew. Yeah. I flew there. Yeah. yeah, right. So, Michael caught with some great information about New Mexico. We're all going to want to come visit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially with yeah. great music like this, and yeah. you guys now globe trotting across to the yeah. French West Indies yeah. for thirty dates. You played practically every night, right? Uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're scheduled we're uh, scheduled to play like six nights a week with one night off. I think Monday okay. nights off. You know? Right. We'll Which we'll play we'll play anyway with someone else yeah. somewhere we'll, else. Will yeah. guy be out there while you're there? Oh yeah, guy's gonna be play with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So so if you're going out to the French West Indies, St. Bart's, Michael Cotton, Jonathan Fritz, yeah. with their amazing new music, their new Chris newly Christian band name. Yes. And we gotta get Michael to say that. And a new CD. <laughs> new CD, right? Giton à la plage. <laughs> That's classic right there. So, so we look forward to that new CD. Um, do you want to play one more or go with the studio cut? Or what do you want to do? We might as well play live. You can play the we're, studio we're stuff going anytime. To play, okay. We're going to play live. Excellent. I'm yeah. going to play something. Uh, 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 this is a blues song that I wrote called What's Done is Done. Okay. What a way to cap it off right there. Live music in the WVOF studios, the upper room. I had fun. Yeah. Jonathan crazy. Fritz, Michael Cott. Look, really look forward to having that complete CD. Yeah. Which, uh, Should be I done know. in a few days. Wow. We're, we're really that, yeah. burning candle at both ends. So. I guess and that's the way the, Yeah, I guess that's the way the jazz musicians make records, like one or two days and that's what we it out. Yeah. Totally, yeah. That's it, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> On to the next thing, you know. Yeah, on to the next record, right? Yeah, yeah you, exactly. You'll be playing a lot of this music, uh, upcoming shows. Absolutely. Crash Mansion, and also a place in Newark, New Jersey, right? Yeah, we're playing at this uh, great place to eat dinner. It's a really, uh, uh, I have really great food. It's a really nice atmosphere. It's on uh, Broadway. I can't remember the name of the street, but it's called the Savoy Grill. Park Place. Park Place, thank Park you very place. much. Okay. very good memory there. 60 Park Place. Yeah. And Michael's from New Mexico. The Savoy Grill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's got to do the commercials for the place. Meet me at the Savoy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they'll be in the French West Indies, primarily St. Bart's. Yeah, and we, I think after that, you know, we plan on doing some stuff in Europe. We, Michael and I, like, we're both very interested in so many different types of music. Like, right now, we're into this gypsy flamenco mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, uh, um, 
music, but we're we're really into blues. And I, like I said, I want to do a blues rock record, but we're also into like electronica music, which is so huge in Europe. And 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 we're we're also working on grooves where we have uh, uh, it'll be like all electronic and very ethereal music, and kind of what I like to call music that's stylistically void. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's a new music, and and that kind of stuff is really popular in 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 uh, it's not so big here in America, but in in Europe, it's like it's so really huge big, for the yeah. past you know. 20, 15 years, you know, mm-hmm. and that's another thing that really intrigues us, you know, because we can do that with just the two of us and travel with like a computer and right. have all programs that we can manipulate while we're playing live. So mm-hmm. it's like an interactive thing between like programs like Reason or something where you can manipulate the arrangements while you're playing live and we, and we like to do that I play electric and acoustic and Michael has a pedal that he plugs his cello in this, so mm-hmm. it sounds like a guitar sometimes it sounds like Hendrix sometimes right. it sounds like whatever and loop you know. some of the parts or sure absolutely yeah. and yeah. that's another thing that we were really experimenting with but you know we'll probably do a lot more gigs I, I'm hoping to do a tour uh, out near Santa Fe Santa Fe Denver Taos and, and, and I think Michael's going to be part of that mm-hmm. and we're going to play out there somewhere around the middle of May you know It'd be real nice get you in some clubs here yeah, absolutely I mean, no i yeah, absolutely will yeah. yes yeah so michael great to meet you yeah my pleasure yeah. to be here with i know you jonathan know. you know really enjoys you guys creating music in your friendship absolutely so, yeah oh it's absolutely it's a very very special time for both of us right so look forward to uh, having you guys back when that album's ready to go and you know uh Go check them out at the upcoming shows. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we've known each other a whole, like, three months. Yeah, right? that's right. It's like, go yeah, figure, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, gelling like that. And uh, the golden cello. Oh, we cello. go way back. We go way back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The golden cello and the golden guitars. Yes. Going on I like the, the sound. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. But there's a better name. We'll have it one more time. we got to get the <laughs> name of that band. Gitan à la plage. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, we got to uh, remind our listeners uh, before we get into one more cut. Uh, off, I'm going to play Mesa Verde going out. You want to oh, do sure. that? Or? Great, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, yeah. This interview will be aired in its entirety uh, for three days and three nights at Upper Room with Joe Kelly.com. Three days and three nights? You're not going to play anything else? Just no, this we're, interview? We're just going to hour like after hour. Make it easy on us. <laughs> we're just going to pop it in. Yeah, right. Get a sandwich. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus owned myself over there, and uh, we'll have that up in a couple weeks. Send out the notices for that. So Great. thanks, guys. Yeah, Great. thank you, Joe. Yeah. So Mesa Verde. I guess this was one of the first songs you guys did, right? Yes. You yeah. know, I, like I told you when I wrote this song, I, I, I re- it reminded me of the Southwest, and it was very much the mood, and that's why I named it Mesa Verde, which is an uh, one of the cave dwellings that's that's built into the into the uh, the into a cliff out in the Southwest, and. Uh, uh, when I wrote the song, I originally envisioned cellos, and I didn't know anybody. But then, when I right. met Michael Cott, it was already done. I did the record like a year before, but I just I just bought the tracks up again and said, "Yeah, would you play on this?" And and I just opened up the studio at my friend's house that I was staying at when I was doing this tour, like a week of gigs out in Santa Fe, and we just added the tracks, and and that's pretty much what you got there. And it came out great, I think. Right. I really like it. This is good soundtrack stuff, you know. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Pitch it to those big studios. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much.